Hello, my love. Welcome to another episode of Blistopia podcast. I am your host, Mercedes Castellani, and I am just so excited to have you back into the show this week. Today we have a very raw and vulnerable episode as we arrive at the very end of this year. And I just wanted to look back on this year, reflect understand what has happened, what I learned from this year and share some of that experience and some of that new wisdom that came out um, out of 2023. So my hope is that by sharing this experience, by sharing this perspective on how my year looked like, which might be quite different from your year, but my ex- my hope is that by sharing this perspective, it can actually inspire you to keep on pushing, to keep on fighting for your dreams, even when things are not easy. Just never give up and continue to build and continue to believe in yourself no matter what. And I think this year and this episode really, really, really reflects that. How you can continue to believe in yourself, how you can continue to build your dream life no matter what. So when I think of 2023, it's like, oh my God, what a year. I think 2023, it's always going to be one of those pivotal years in my life. It wasn't just another year. You know how sometimes some years are like, well, whatever, this was pretty similar to the previous one probably pretty similar to other years and how other years can be so fundamentally different because big things happened, Uh, big, huge milestones in your life happened. So 2023 was that kind of year for me and also it wasn't one of those easy, smooth sailing, you know those years when everything is just like flowing and you're just like riding the waves, sailing, but it's very easy and there's not much happening. So this year didn't feel like that at all. This year was the year where I started my business, I quit my full-time job, I lost my father, I... I'm so happy to have shared this year with the love of my life, with my partner. So it's been quite a fundamental year and a year of huge pivots in my life. So when I try to think of, okay, what are the things that I actually accomplished this year? What are the things that I actually, you know, which were my wins this year? And The first one that comes to mind is the fact that I went full-time on my business. I created my business this year, on 2023. Forever in my life, this year, it's going to be so important. So important. And I know that forever in my life, I will be so proud of this year. Because it's the year where it all began. I mean, I did start having some clients in... 2022 I started my podcast in 2022 but it was like I did my coaching certification in 2022 but it was like I was just you know 
tipping my toes and trying to see what was happening, if I really liked this coaching thing or not. I was just like trying, you know, playing around and trying. And then I realized I actually do love this and I actually am very good at this. So in 2023, it's the year where I actually followed my heart and did exactly what I said I would do. So in 2022, I started creating this whole plan of how I was going to switch from having a full-time corporate job in marketing into being a business owner, having my own business in the coaching industry. And I remember I had like this roadmap and I said, okay, I'm going to, first of all, get my coaching certification, which I did. I will start a podcast. I will start communicating on social media. I will start having a a couple of clients. And I did that in 2022. And then in 2023, it was like, it was the year where, in which I was supposed to quit my job. So I said, okay, I'm going to have more clients. I will continue to do, you know, social media and my podcast. I will go to Bali and then in Bali, I will reflect on how I will present this to to my boss and how I'm going to finally quit. Then I said, okay, this is how then this is how I'm going to tidy everything up on my business, on, on my corporate job. And then this is when I quit and I go full time on my business. So I followed all of those steps. I, I said, okay, I will, um, in 2023, I want to work with a coach because I want to understand how, how you build a coaching business. Then I will go to Bali, think how I quit then I will leave everything nice and tidy in the job and then I will quit and follow my heart. And that is pretty much exactly what I did. So when the year started, I knew I wanted to work with this coach that I absolutely love and adore. Her name is Samantha Daly and she has really changed my life. So I did exactly all of the things that I promised myself I would do. So the year started, I signed up. It was absolutely scary because the investment was huge for me at that time. And and I did it anyways. I signed up. I had so much fun learning, so much fun spending time in her energy, so much fun meeting all of the other ladies that were there. And I did that. You know, I I put myself in that space, I put myself in that room and I did that. Then the next step was, okay, I'm going to go to Bali and then I'm going to reflect on how I will quit my job and how I will present it to my boss. I went to Bali, I went to a retreat and I had zero idea of how I was going to do this or when. It It just wasn't the right timing. So I said, okay, I think I'm like actually forcing this right now. I'm just not going to force it. If the ideas are not flowing, whatever, it's it's just going to wait. We're going to do it later. And I came back anyways to Spain. I left everything nice and tidy and started hiring more people so that when I would leave 
you know, the, the team and the, and the business wouldn't suffer so much. Um, so I came back, I left everything nice and tidy. I went on another trip, um, which I will talk in a little bit in northern Spain to do the way of St. James. And that's when I had, okay, this is the date. I had the download. This is the date. This is what you're going to say. This is how you're going to present it. It's happening. It's a commitment. It's happening. This is the date. That's it. And then the date came and I actually did what I said I would do. And I quit. And I quit even three days in advance from the date that I had set for myself. And I did. I followed through each one of the steps in this master plan that I had. I followed each of those steps. There was a little bit of flexibility required because as I said, things were not coming, you know, the dates and how I was going to quit. It didn't come during Bali. It came on another trip. So I had to be a little bit flexible, but I did exactly what I said I would do. And my biggest goal for 2023, which was to set up my own business, it happened. It's here. It's my reality now. It's my everyday life. It's my job. It's what I do. It's who I am. So I am so proud of that and so grateful with myself for allowing me to dream big and to go and to do it and and to allow myself to be happy and to feel peaceful. So I think that's my first and huge win of the year. As a consequence of that, I became my highest self. I have had so many meditations, so many visualizations. I had so many done movements where movements where I realized, okay, this is who I came to be. This is who I am. I am a caring, wise, happy, uplifting human being. And this is what I came here to share. This is my voice. This is how I use it. This is how I help people. This is how I support people in their journeys and to really see their dreams come true. And I am that person right now. I am that woman. I am my highest self right now. And I cannot wait to continue to discover new layers layers, and to continue to develop all of that even more. But I am right now embodying the woman that I came here to be, which wasn't the case a couple of months ago. This year, and this is a win and a blessing also, if you will, is that I had a great year in the love department with Fabrice, my partner. We did such beautiful trips together this year to Bali, to Menorca, to Cannes in France. So many beautiful trips. We went to festivals together. We had so many beautiful experiences. Cozy, some of them expanding, others. It was just... It was a very, very, very good year for for my heart. And we're building our own little family with Amore. Right now it's just the three of us. One day there will be more people. 
So it feels just so nice to be able to to share my life with my own mini family, as I like to call it. And then also another win of this year was to be able to stay 100% consistent with the podcast. So this year I released one podcast every Friday for the entire year, <laughs> no matter what. I was in Bali, I recorded some podcasts. I was um, hiking, I would record the podcast in advance. I, whatever, whatever was happening. My father passed away, there was still a podcast in there. So I am just so happy to be able to do this. Last year when I counted, first year was also, was pretty good, but it wasn't like good, good, you know? It was 48 podcasts out of 52 weeks. So now I'm aiming for, and what I did this year was 52 out of 52. So 100% completion. So... I mean, it is sometimes a challenge, you know, it is sometimes a challenge because sometimes you have trips, sometimes you have things, so you just have to organize yourself, prepare in advance, um, make sure those podcasts are edited, make sure you have how you're going to present it on Instagram, and I did it. I did it for one entire year, and I am just so happy because I love providing value. I just love this space. I love sharing. I love talking. I love how people interact with me on Instagram saying that they loved some of the episodes, that it was really, it really shed a new light. And it's just so beautiful to be able to do that consistently for one entire year. Then When I try to reflect on the challenges that I had this year, as I said, it wasn't an easy year. Um, if I am absolutely transparent with you, I think it was even, I would say, a tough year. Many beautiful things happen. Again, I created my own business. I am in a beautiful, committed relationship. I am healthy. Many beautiful things happened. But it wasn't an easy year. It didn't come from an easy place. If you think about it, for most of the year, so from January until September, I was working on a full-time job while I was building my own business. So I would work from Monday until Friday, from 9 a.m. until 6 on a corporate job that was very demanding because I was a marketing director. So I had a lot of responsibility. And just the business is very fast-paced, many projects, many cool things happening all at the same time. So it was like very, very busy. It's not one of those jobs that You can just like chill sometimes. I didn't have time to chill. I didn't have time to check social media. I didn't have time to breathe even. So I had that job 
that kind of job. And then on top of that, during the evenings, during the weekends, I was creating my own business. So during the evening, I would uh, do the program with this coach. I would work on the courses that we had to do and the exercises that we had to do for our business. I would record a podcast. Sometimes I would have coaching sessions during during the evening. On the weekend, I would catch up with something else. So it was a lot for just one person. So if you are out there listening to this and you have a job and you're creating your own business, I feel you so much because it's a lot for just one person. It's a lot. And to be completely transparent, there were a couple of evenings where I was just like crying because it was just so much for one person. And and I was pretty, pretty, pretty close to burnout. And I said, if this doesn't stop like soon, very soon, I will be, I will be reaching burnout. I could feel it in my body. I could feel that my whole body was dysregulated. I I was still meditating and that's what kept, kept me sane. I would meditate every morning, no matter what. And, and it was hard. It was hard. It was hard for three quarters of the year. It was hard. I had to still perform in a job where in which I was not engaged, in which my my soul wasn't there, my heart wasn't there anymore. It's been there in the past, but it just wasn't there anymore. And I still had to show up every day, and I still had to do what I had to do. And then I would close one computer, open the other computer, and start working for another four or five hours. So it was hard. Um, And then, on top of that, as if it wasn't enough, most of you know that my parent, my father was very, very ill. He was in hospital between, for ease of dates, let's say between January 2022, 2023, sorry, and November 2023 so he was in hospital for 11 months and you can imagine the kind of burden that that was for my mom who was there every day for 11 months and she gave us the most beautiful example on unconditional love my brother and my sister None of us three lives in our hometown. So my brother and my sister, they live, my parents live in Buenos Aires, in, in Salta, which is a city in northern Argentina. My brother and my sister, they live in Buenos Aires, which is the capital of Argentina. And I live in Madrid, in another continent, in Spain. So 
when something like that happens and you have your father in hospital in a very critical situation for 11 months, there was this huge sort of ambiguity the whole time. How long is he going to be alive? How long do we have to take care of him? Is he going to come back home? Is he going to be able to speak again? It was just like such such a harsh year, really. Such a harsh year. And losing a father, which is what happened at the very end in November. And this story didn't have a happy ending, unfortunately. Just losing a father, it's it's very painful. It's absolutely painful. And then on top of that, you add this whole ambiguity of how long is it going to last? Am I going to see him again? Is he going to be alive next time I come to my hometown or not? How is my mom doing? How is she coping with everything? And it was just a very, very, very hard year in that sense. There was tragedy in my family and, and it wasn't easy at all. So that's why I say this year wasn't an easy year for me. I mean, having my father in hospital for 11 months plus losing him, I think we could say it was a pretty tough year. So when I think of the energy that was there and I try to put, okay, if I could put in one word, what was the energy that was like in the air the whole year. And I think I would use the word resilience. Resilience. Because it was a hard year. It was hard to have a corporate job and build my business on top of that. It was hard to quit a secure, stable, six-figure job to build a business. It was hard to have my father in hospital and lose him at the very end of that. So it was a hard year. But in spite of that, I kept on growing my business. It kept on growing. I started having more and more and more and more clients. The podcast started growing and growing and growing. I have people in my DMs requesting to work with me every week and and it wasn't easy but I did it anyways so I think resilience is absolutely what I feel in in my heart and what I've felt this whole year and what I learned about myself which is for me maybe the most important exercise (coughs) when we think about a, a previous year is what did I learn from this? And what I learned from all of this, what I learned from a hard year, but also an amazing year, what I learned from this year is that I can do hard things. I can quit my job and build my own business. I can go on a hike for several days and put my body in situations that are not comfortable. I can fast 
for several days. I tried this year and I fasted for five days. I can't do hard things. I am strong enough to push through pain or to move through pain and get where I want to get. The other thing that I learned this year is that I'm a fucking badass. (laughs) And this is not something I would have said one year ago. One year ago, I had a very, very different perception of myself. One year ago, I was still the good girl, always smiling, always doing the right thing, always doing what she's told to do and doing it perfectly, of course. And... And I thought of myself, I think deep down, I thought I was someone who couldn't, who didn't want it or couldn't take a lot of risk. I thought of myself and most certainly I I was that person. I I thought of myself as someone who will get what she wants, but she's going to play safe. So we're going to take it slow, we're going to take it in steps, and we're not going to rock the boat too much. This year, I definitely rocked the boat. I quit my job, created my own business, it's growing, it's thriving, and I was so scared of doing that. I still am some days, there's still fear coming up sometimes. But what I did realize is that there's a fire inside of me. There's courage inside of me. There's determination inside of me. And I can feel fear, but I will do it anyways. And there is such strength in that such pride in that because it's not like it was easy and you do it no this is an extra layer of how hard something can get because you feel scared of it but you do it anyways because you believe in yourself because you believe in your vision you believe in your intuition and you believe that you have something much more powerful to give to the world you can be of service in a whole different manner doing something else and I realized I do have much more courage than I thought I had Sometimes we are much stronger than we think we are. And the third thing that I realized, and this was after seeing many, many clients, one day I was at home and I, and I thought to myself, I think just my presence is healing for people. 
Because during my sessions, I listen carefully. You are my everything for that session. And I guide people with compassion, with love. And and this is funny because I used to see it with my friends. I mean, every time I would meet up for coffee with someone or dinner or whatever, at the end of that encounter, that person, that friend, they would tell me, oh my God, I feel so much better after talking to you. I just didn't have this perspective before. I feel so seen and so heard and so validated. And even after the coffee, for example, they would send me a message. Thank you so much. I feel so much better now. Thanks for listening to me. So I could see that, you know, just the coffee with me was so profound for for my friends. And now after engaging with many clients and see them experience the same thing, you know, how they finish a session and they feel so much better, they feel seen, they feel empowered, they feel hopeful, they feel excited. And and sometimes it's merely my presence, a loving presence, a presence that is fully there for you. And that mindfulness and that love and that wisdom, they really transform people. And that's something that I realized this year as I worked with several clients. So if I had to summarize, you know, and and think, okay, what am I grateful for? for this year first of all I am so grateful for my family I'm so grateful for my mom who's such a strong woman I'm grateful for my brother and sister we've been the four of us together through this my aunts and uncles have been also amazing and I'm just so grateful for for the love and the strength that I've been able to find in my family during hard times. I'm so grateful for Fabrice, my partner, because there is no way on earth in which I could have quit my job, created my own business, deal with an ill parent, deal with the loss of a parent without a supportive partner. I mean, if you look into different areas of your life, my professional area, there was a lot of change. There was a lot of transformation. There were many things that were moving in that area. If you look into my family area, there was tragedy. There was pain in that area. There was illness. So it wasn't easy. And luckily, the love area of my life was so supportive and so understanding and so uplifting and 
and I just felt like like this area was actually compensating a lot for the others that had either a lot of transformation going on or a lot of pain going on and then the love area was so solid and overflowing and relaxing and beautiful and I don't think I could have made all of this this year without without my partner without that support without his loving calming presence for me because the truth is that he's been my rock this year he's been he's been so solid and so supportive and and I feel so grateful for that so so grateful for that I also feel super grateful for the beautiful trips that I've had this year. I love traveling. I love, absolutely adore traveling. And this year I went to Bali, which had been on my list for several years. I was finally able to manifest that trip. I traveled a lot in Spain this year because I'm... I've realized that the more I live in Spain, the more scared I am of the cold weather in Northern Europe. So I spent a lot of time in Spain. I went to a trip in Menorca, another trip in Mallorca, which are the islands that belong to Spain. I went to the Way of St. James, which is pilgrimage in northern Spain that I did with a friend between San Sebastian and Bilbao in northern Spain and then I spent some time in France, in Paris, seeing my friends, seeing all the amazing spots where I used to go while I lived in Paris. We went to Cannes with Fabrice to meet his family during summer and that was so beautiful. So just all of the trips and experiences and the food and the people and the landscapes, and just everything, just everything was so, so, so beautiful. I'm also so grateful for my coach, Sam. Um, Before I worked with her, I think I followed her for like a year or more on Instagram. I was listening to her podcast. I was going to her masterclasses. I was, I was engaging and I was part of her world and I I just received so much value from this human being. I don't think she even realizes how much she's transformed my life. I found my purpose because of her. Because when I met her, I was like, oh my God, you can actually help people do something like beautiful and nice and create a successful business she's a millionaire now so she blew my mind because I had these limiting beliefs that you could either help the world and have an impact or you could make lots of money and when she appeared into my life I realized you can have both you can actually have an amazing impact on the world and make lots of money so 
she's been so important in my life. I found my purpose thanks to her. Then on her program, I built up the courage to go after my dream, quit my job, do what I wanted to do. And then I also learned all of the details of how to run a coaching business. So I am just so grateful for her, for the impact that she has had in my life and the life of so many women who aspire to be you know, coaches or healers or any kind of spiritual, um, spiritual role, if you will. I'm also super grateful for the amazing women that I have met during that program. Uh, there were women from all over the world, coaches, uh, spiritual coaches, fitness coaches, all sorts of different healers, you know, psychologists, different types of people from different countries and and it's so beautiful when you find your tribe, you know, you find people who are on the same journey as you are building a business and you have the same challenges and you have similar desires in your heart and we can be quite different and we all have very different energies and approach but deep down we all want the same thing we all want to be of service and to create a better world thanks to our wisdom and our service so that was very very beautiful and then especially I would say last but not least the fifth thing that I am so grateful for is all of the amazing women who have trusted me on my first year of business I mean, in 10 years, you know, when I will have, I don't know, how many clients before that and how many figures in my business and it's just going to be so huge and the podcast is going to be even huge. You know, everything is going to be so big because that's what I see in my vision. It's going to be so easy to trust me, you know. You would have so many women before that who have worked with me, who have seen results, who have transformed their lives. But this was my first year of business. And these women trusted me right now in my first year of business. So I feel so honored to be able to walk these women down a certain process and so so proud of their transformation and for me it's just such an honor to be able to see each of these women grow to see each of these women smile because sometimes when they start they come to me they're not smiling they finish the process and they are smiling they feel absolutely different it is such an honor for me to see them step into the woman that they came here to be. And I am just so grateful 
that these women opened their hearts. They allowed me to enter into their worlds. During a session, these women allowed me to to really be with them, inside of them, pretty much, if you will, because I enter into their inner worlds and we discuss their feelings and their ideas and their desires and limiting beliefs. And my clients are just fascinating people, fascinating women with fascinating inner worlds. And I just get to see all of that and explore all of that with them, make shifts in there that will allow them to be happier and to create the lives that they really, really, really want to have. And I'm so grateful that these women surrendered to the process. You know, they trusted me to guide them and they surrendered to the process. And I can tell you that working with me is so deep. It's like you are a little caterpillar. You go and you work with me for three months. You will not be the same woman afterwards. You will leave that process as a butterfly flying full of colors in all of your colors. And for me, for the person who's seeing that, for the person who's seeing that transformation, I am just the luckiest person on earth because I get to see the beauty of that transformation. And there is nothing on earth that makes me as passionate as this deep inner transformation that they experience. Each of these women have transformed themselves, their identities, their beliefs, their habits. They are not the same woman. They have manifested relationships, jobs, their dream body, so many beautiful things. But I would tell you, it's not even those external things that matter the relationship, the job, the body. It's not that. What I am most proud is what came before that, the inner transformation, how they blew away, you know, from being a caterpillar and how they turned into this gorgeous butterfly that of course will meet another gorgeous butterfly and create something beautiful. But they had to become that butterfly first. And that's why I am so proud of these women and so grateful that they have trust me and so grateful that they allow me to see all of this and to guide them in that experience. So... I am just, if I could summarize, you know, 2023 has not been an easy year. But it has been an amazing year anyways. And I am just so grateful for all of the lessons, so grateful 
for all of the experiences that I've had this year. So grateful for all of the amazing women that I have met either as a client or as, you know, another coach. And we're collaborating and doing beautiful things together. And it really has been an amazing year. And I cannot wait to see what 2024 and 2025 are actually going to bring. What is the continuation of this amazing story? So if you are thinking, you know what? Okay, now it's Christmas, New Year's, but I really want to shift some things in my life in 2024, then this is for you because I'm opening three spots to start working with me in January. We're going to start on January 24th, 2024. We will start working together during three months. So January, February and March. And you will be able to really feel in your bones, in your core, this kind of transformation that I am talking about. And of course, you will be able to manifest the love that you want, the business that you want, the body that you want, the house that you want. Because first, you have done the deep transformation that is required. So if that is something that is appealing to you, and you're like, oh my God, I need to work with this chick, then DM me. It's very easy. DM me at mercedes.castellani. And we will chat, we will meet, we will understand if it's a good fit for you, if it's a good fit for me, if I'm the right coach for you. So we're going to discuss all of that. And if we decide that it's a good fit for both of us, then we start working in January. If you loved this episode, please, please, please give it five stars and a follow on Spotify, if you listen to it on Spotify, or... Um, give it five stars and a quick review if you listen on Apple Podcasts. It really, really helps the podcast grow and benefit more people when you do that. So I am sending you such a warm, big hug as you end your 2023. I hope that you will have a Merry Christmas, a beautiful New Year's with your family, with your friends, with your loved ones. I hope you're getting all cozy with nice jumpers and pajamas. And I will see you in the next episode and last episode of the year. But in the meantime, in Listopia we trust. <laughs>